Hey, this is Steve. This podcast is all about making the gospel relevant to your life. That means discovering the good news of Jesus, no matter what you're going through today. In this short installment, right after baptizing 14 people on Sunday morning, our church got together for communion. And I wanted us to think about communion in kind of different terms than we normally think. So I'm happy that today we don't only get to sing in worship and praise, we don't only get to baptize, but we also get to, we also get to partake in communion together. Uh, what a privilege to be able to do that this morning. Uh, really quickly before I get into it, uh, your handout today is a little different than it normally is. Uh, usually I do a whole sermon with five fill in the blanks and we're taking notes uh, right now in this season as we're studying through the book of Mark. And it's uh, really, really great uh, to be able to keep those notes as we're studying through the book. Uh, but we're not doing that today. So what we've given you is a bunch of resources to help you as you are becoming a person that loves God, loves others, and makes disciples. And so we just wanted to kind of handpick some resources Sources. I handpicked some stuff for you uh, that I thought would be really helpful to you, and we've made those available on the handout. I hope you'll take that and use it. There's QR codes to everything, so you can just scan it and go right there, and uh, we just wanted to provide you with those things that we say we're all about. We want to help you in those things that we say we're all about, loving God, loving others, and making disciples. So that's that. So we're going to have communion together. And you know, I, like you, I've done this a whole bunch of times before. And I've stood right here a whole bunch of times before. And whenever we do communion, I tend to kind of say the same thing every time. Why not? I mean, it's a powerful, beautiful image, a picture that Jesus himself drew for us of what he does on our behalf. Why you got to try to add anything to it, right? So I kind of do the same thing every time, more or less, and I talk about the value of the bread and the cup, the body and the blood. And doing this, in doing this, we take on this profound, serious thing of saying we remember, right? We remember we're not going to take for granted what you did for us, Jesus. We remember, and we, we do this in remembrance of you. It's a powerful thing. And I was, uh, I was looking at it this morning. I kind of read back through it again this morning pretty early, and there's something as I read that jumped out to me. There's something I saw that, that really kind of made me think a little bit different. And so I don't have like a sermon today, but I've got a thought that I want to share with you a little bit about this. Because we have a posture, right? We have a posture when we do communion. Are we doing it right? Are we doing it right? I mean, because, you know, I, my posture is always kind of the same thing. I'm like, this is heavy. It, it weighs on me. That this is not, I'm not going to take this lightly. This is not just a simple thing for me to take for granted. It's heavy. He died for my sins. And so, you know, the posture is, is typical. You know, it's, whew, I need to examine myself. That's what Paul says, examine yourself. Don't do this in an unworthy manner. You come to the table 
and you check yourself. You make sure that there's nothing, nothing between me and God. I, I'm not going to do this in an unworthy manner. So I, I have this posture. I, I, my head is down. I have kind of hunched shoulders. I am somber and serious. Don't make eye contact, you know. Um, this between me and God. Are we doing it wrong? I want to say, no, no, of course you should do this because this is a serious remembrance of the most serious thing to ever happen in our life. Jesus gave his life for each of us. So yes, there's that, but there's something else. There's something else here that I saw this morning that, I, that just really struck a chord in my heart. So I want to look at this passage in 1 Corinthians 11, the one we always go to, where Paul describes this. And here's what he says uh, about it in this passage. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. And then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this, do this in remembrance of me. Serious, somber, do this in remembrance of me. He goes on and he does this. He says that in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people and agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. Are we doing it right? I mean, this is heavy. It's serious. This is life and death. Jesus shedding his blood, bleeding out on our behalf. It's serious. But there's one word, there's one word that I saw that really struck me. Let's go back to that first part of this passage here in 1 Corinthians. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread and look what he did, look what he did. The first thing he did was he gave thanks to God for it. So in this serious, somber, heavy moment, the first chord that is struck in this Symbol that Jesus establishes for us is the cord of thanksgiving. Right? I mean, he's giving thanks for what? What's he giving thanks for? The what? The bread and the cup, the body and the blood. He's giving thanks for bread and wine, but aren't we giving thanks for that body? And blood, we have so much to be thankful for. Because Jesus isn't just showing us that there's something between us and him that we need to take uh, into account. He's not just saying that I'm doing this for you individual. He's saying that there is something more here that we together are communing together with each other and with Jesus in this. This isn't just a remembrance. It's also a foreshadowing, right? It's a foreshadowing of something we're looking forward to. Jesus talked about this thing that we're looking forward to a lot, and he almost always contextualized it in the imagery of a meal together. 
right? He talked about that day when finally we would all gather together with him free from sin, free from pain, free from suffering, free from cancer, free from divorce, free from abuse, free from all the things that hold us down and keep us limited and keep us broken, free from all that, and finally dining together with him at the wedding feast of the Lamb. Woo, am I the only one excited about that? One day, one day we will all be together, all of us together, dining at the table with Christ in the presence of God the Father. And we will be celebrating that we're free from all that old and now it's nothing but the new. Free from all the pain and suffering and now it's peace and joy and love. That's what this is also picturing. It's also picturing that great feast together. Jesus is always telling stories about how one day we will all feast together. He's always, always telling parables about that. But my favorite one is the feast that happens when the prodigal returns home. Huh? You know the story, right? You know the story of that one kid, the child of the father, the wealthy, wealthy father took for granted who he was and where he should be. And he said, basically, dad, I wish you were dead. Give me my inheritance now. And he runs off with the money and he squanders it. He squanders it on all the wrong stuff. He loses everything doing everything wrong. He totally made a fool of himself. He totally ruined his own life. Anybody ever been there? Anybody been there? Anybody made a mess of their own life? And this prodigal son is far away from his father and he makes such a disaster of his life that he can't even afford to eat. So he literally ends up living with pigs and eating the pig slop. That's how bad his life got to be. Without the riches of the father, all this guy had was pig slop. And that's what happens when you run far from God is you find out that you think you're gonna live high on the hog, but you end up with your face down in the mud, right? And so there in that pigsty, this, this lonely, terrible, foolish idiot, <laughs> he says, you know, things sure are a lot better with my father. I sure am a lot better off with my, what was I thinking? I enjoyed everything this world had to offer and all it did was ruin me. All it did was mess everything about me up and I've gotten exactly what I deserve. Everybody listening to the story that Jesus tells would agree that when you're looking at the prodigal son in the pigsty, that he's gotten exactly what he deserves. He deserves the pig slop. Done with you. Amen? And when you make a mess of your own life, when your life is broken, you and I, we deserve the pig slop. That's what we've earned with our life. The Bible says that the wages of all of our sin is death. And so we have earned judgment from God. We've earned the pig slop. We've earned the disaster. And that's where we belong. 
It sure is where this prodigal belonged. But he said, maybe, 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 if I return home and I beg forgiveness, if I just, if I just beg forgiveness, maybe, maybe my father who I wronged so badly, who I hurt so much, who I took so for granted and abused by taking my inheritance early, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll just accept me back into the servants' quarters. If I, could just, if I could just come and live in the servants' quarters, I'd be a million times better off than I am now. I'd rather be a slave in my father's house than eating here with these pigs. And so this son gets up out of the pig slop and he starts his journey home. In my mind, I'm imagining as he's walking home, he's practicing a speech. He's got a please forgive me speech. You know, I did wrong. I was wrong. I did it all wrong. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that anymore. Please forgive me. And I bet he's practicing it the whole way home, trying to make sure that he says it right. So hopefully, hopefully, if he just strikes the right emotional chords, maybe his father will let him back into the servant's quarters, not back into the house, just the servant's quarters would be fine. But you know the story, don't you? Don't you? Because as that young man is walking back home, the rich father sees him coming from a far distance. And what does that dad do? Cross his arms? You deserve the pig slop, boy. What are you doing showing your face back here? Is that what he does? No, that dad gets up and goes running to meet that son. He goes running out and he throws his arms around that boy, kisses him on the cheek, and he says, my son has come home. And he says, let's throw a party. He calls his servants, kill the fatted calf and get ready because we're going to have a giant celebration because my son has returned. And so they go and they have a giant feast together. They throw the biggest party because that prodigal son returned to where he belongs again. And when we gather together and when we share this meal, yes, it's heavy. Yes, it's somber. Yes, we will remember what he has done. But we're also going to remember that we're a prodigal. I'm a prodigal. And I'm surrounded in a room full of prodigals. And as we eat and as we drink, I cannot believe that I was allowed into the party. I can't believe that my father, would, after what I did, that he would welcome me home, that he would throw a party on my behalf and that I'd get to be in on it, that I'd get to be with my father forever. And so I'm not just going to have my head down and my eyes closed. Yes, I'm going to be serious about this, but I'm also going to look at my brother and sister and I'm going to say, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Come on, praise the Lord. He celebrates when you come home. And none of us deserve the Father's house, but Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you in my Father's house there are many rooms and you and I will be there together. Praise the Lord. So this is part remembrance and it's part getting right with God, but it's also foreshadowing that one day we're all going to party together with him. Amen. Mm -hmm.